Welcome back to the Basement Podcast, um, episode six. We have Avery here today. What's up, guys? And we got a great show for you today. Today we are going to be looking over a meme of the decade, uh, Michigan status on Harbaugh, and the Michigan versus Michigan State basketball game. But first, we have Avery here today, so you know we have to do Avery's movie review. Now, this movie review has been pretty in. We've both been wanting to do this for a while because oh, yeah. if you listen to our first episode, you know that we did go see Rise of Skywalker. We did. So that's what I'll be reviewing today is Rise of Skywalker. Now, I will try to review this without spoilers. Oh, no. Spoil at all. <laughs> no spoilers in this review. So you can keep listening. So, start out. I think Rise of Skywalker was a good movie. I don't... Eh. Like... I think J.J. Abrams had too much to do and too little time to do it. Like, yeah. if you see the plot of the movie, it's like the entire trilogy in one movie, and it's kind of ridiculous. It was like, it was like, um, they try to pack so much in. Yeah, I guess if it would, if it would, if it wasn't Star Wars, it'd be like a good movie, but it yeah. did not mix with the story at all. Yeah, there's just a lot of there's a lot of holes in the story, and it's not like purposeful holes. It's they just couldn't. They couldn't fill those holes because they didn't want to make the movie six hours long. No, I mean, there was so much, like, going on. Like, I know that this is a tiny spoiler, but Palpatine is back, which... (sighs) They didn't really need to put that in the movie. I think they should have made, like, a different boss. Yeah, but... In my opinion, it was... As a standalone movie... It wasn't my favorite. Part of the trilogy, it's, it, it's not bad. It it was probably better than Last Jedi. La, well, yeah, the Last Jedi. I don't was know. Awful. I don't know if it was better than The Force Awakens, but yeah. it was okay. I think when I thought about this movie, it made every other Star Wars movie feel like a prequel to it. It yeah. didn't feel like it was the next movie. It felt like every other movie was leading up to it. If you know what I'm saying. And I didn't really feel like that because a movie like that is sort of like Endgame. Like, I felt that all the movies were leading up to that. But this movie sort of just felt like it, I don't know, it didn't fit in the trilogy. Yeah. I mean, it kind of sucks because if you look at the old movies, they're, they're spaced out. They're two, three years, four years apart. Yeah. Because they wanted to make good movies. Now, mm-hmm. they still want to make good movies, but what's more important to them is money. Yeah, Obviously. it's Disney. Like, come on. If you're not making a movie that's making a billion dollars every single year. Then why are you even there? Exactly. I mean, get out of here, Star Wars. Why are you here if you're not going to make us money? Right. Which I feel like kind of sucks because the entire trilogy is based off we need to make more money. Yeah, it wasn't like they weren't trying their hardest to make a really good movie. They were just trying to make the cool CGI fights. Right. I, in my opinion, it's kind of like at episode six, that's where George Lucas ended it. That's where yeah. he ended the film series. Yep. He didn't mean for it to continue. He ended it there. Yeah. That was the big happy ending. Yeah. So by by Disney buying Lucasfilm, they said, well, we're going to make another trilogy. We're going to run it by you. We might think about what you say, but probably not. So we're, yeah. we're just going to make him anyway, and you're going to get a ton of money. And they were yeah. fine with that, because 
I need money. Right. <laughs> the mouse needs his money. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think the CGI in this movie was pretty good. Yeah. I, that's expected, though. I don't think the um the sound effects were too good, if you no. know what I mean. <laughs> the sound effects weren't. There's a part. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple parts in the movie that are like, dude, I could have made that sound effect with my mouth. Like, what are you doing? Ear rape. <laughs> um, like the plot is really weird. It jumps a lot. It's yeah. For the first ten seconds of the movie, you're at like six different planets. It's yeah, like, you're like you're following Kylo Ren as he tries to look for the Emperor or whatever. It's like you couldn't just explain it a little bit, not just a little bit. You just, just gotta hop right bit. in. I mean, it was like it wasn't a terrible movie. Like no. it was fine. I was like, I didn't. I didn't really have any feelings for it afterwards. Like, right. I was just sort of like, well, you didn't need to put that in there, but I guess it was sort of a cool callback. But yeah. like, and then, and then like, I didn't like how they had like the force, how they could like send like force into somebody's body. Yeah. Cause that sort of solved like all, that sort of would have solved all the problems that the earlier trilogies would have had. Like, when, um, like when Darth Vader was dying, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. The they, first time, not the second time. They introduced a lot of stuff that wasn't, unless you're like a complete Star Wars nerd and you know every single thing about canon Star Wars and it, you read every single yeah. book and you watch every, every single, single comic book, every single TV series, you know, every single character. And even then you would have been like, oh, that happened one time, but why is it happening in the biggest movie? Yeah. They should have just stuck to, like, what they knew and not try to... The problem is with, like, the these movies that are, like, ending trilogies and all that, they can't put in, like, new ideas and new characters. Right. Because we... It's too hard to catch up on them. Right. And like, I... when Finn found the new Stormtrooper people who were like, oh, we put down our guns, that... I didn't really want to see them because they were new characters, but it was the last movie in the set right. saga. They basically made the entire last movie a bunch of stuff you never heard of. Yeah. But, I mean, I think there's really not a perfect way to end this. Like, Star Wars. That's Anyone knows the name. That's been going on for... Like, 40 years. Like, five generations at this point. Yeah. That's insane. That's That's five generations of people that have watched these movies and enjoyed them for the most part. There's no perfect way to end it. Yeah. They're not going to end it. They're going to keep making movies. They're just not going to be in the Skywalker. I know. But... Oh, Riley just entered the room. <laughs> but, I don't know. It, there's no perfect way to end it. Because you look at movies that have ended trilogies, like, even Return of the Jedi, that movie wasn't perfect. Yeah. Like, it was good, but it always gets overlooked by Empire Strikes Back. Because Empire yeah. Strikes Back was amazing it was probably one of the best sequels of all time right i mean apart from like shrek 2 yeah shrek 2 is, is the perfect sequel but anyway okay. after after all this talk about um the rise of skywalker what is next for the star wars franchise so i think it's it's gonna i don't know if star wars has that big of a future in the box office 
No, I think I think if they if they um like just erase everything and make a new tr- trilogy that's not about the main series, that's actually good movies, good stories, and like characters you can connect with. I think that that could save the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I think with the recent success of the Mandalorian. Yeah, I think Disney is gonna say, "Well, who wants to pay twenty like fifteen dollars for a movie ticket when you can just pay fifteen dollars and binge watch thirty hours worth of Star Wars content?" I think streaming is the way to go these days, and I think Disney's gonna pull towards making more, basically like Solo, but make yeah. it a TV series. Yeah, or I Rogue mean, One, but make Solo, it a TV series. I think Rogue One should have been a movie, but I think Solo should have been a TV series. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really think that was like a full movie. Right. Like, I think with Solo, you could focus on this guy who's a rebel and he wants to do all this stuff, but you don't have to focus on just one of his adventures. Yeah. You can focus on a ton of different ones. And I think, like, each season is a different movie, Mm -hmm. I guess you could call it. But I don't think Solo should have been made into a movie. I think it should have been a TV series, just like The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian basically took Disney Plus and put it up there with the bigger streaming services. And I think that's the way they're going to go. Okay, so, um, I mean, I sort of think that, like, well, Rogue One, I don't think that should have been a TV series because that yeah. was, like, a really good story that I didn't think was going to be good. See, I want them to make more movies like that because I could actually, like, actually, like, really like the characters, even though I kind of knew they are all going to die. I sort of, like... It was just a really good story with really good characters, and it made Darth Vader look like a badass. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It kind of hurts sometimes because I think the Star Wars stories is what they called Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I think that's a good idea. But it, it hurts because you see video games like Fallen Order, Fallen Je- Order. Jedi Fallen Order. Yep. That is so much more like just better. It's because, some of the like, Star Wars movies. it's because, like, you're in the game. And obviously, you can't make Fallen Order into a movie because no. it doesn't work like that. It doesn't but, really work. Yeah, it doesn't really work like that. A TV series, I could kind of see that happening. But I think a video game was the way to go. Because yeah. there's, like, it's the level format. There's mm-hmm. levels. Yeah, but, I mean, Star Wars is kind of a hard video game name because you have the 2005 battlefront 2 the battlefronts mm-hmm. the early ones that people loved yeah and then you had the monstrosity that is star wars battlefront 2 2016 pay to play yeah no one liked that game nobody it's, because, it's recently come back it's, yeah it's, it's a like good game. it's better now because it's not really pay to play you can like get characters easily but i heard when it first came out like four thousand five hundred hours to get everything yeah yeah. It, or you, yeah, or, or you $2, can pay, yeah, two thousand dollars. And who's gonna pay two thousand dollars? Like, probably two hundred dollars is the highest I can go, which is still a lot of money. Yeah, but anyway, back to the overall review of Star of uh, whatever the new movie was. Uh, I think it was okay. Rise of Skywalker. It was fine. I got it. I'm gonna say it doesn't make my top five. No, it doesn't make my top fifteen. It's probably somewhere in. The fifty forty range. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not a standalone film. It's part of a series, and standalone film, it wouldn't have done well. No, but I. I, I will give them credit for one thing, though. The Last Jedi was bad. It was terrible. And what the Last Jedi tried to tell us was, 
oh, everyone can be a Jedi. Ray's parents were nobodies, and she's the most powerful person ever. Without trying to spoil it, they did something with Ray's parents that made it actually important. Not just, oh, it's a nobody. You can be a Jedi, too. No, you can't be a Jedi. You don't live in Star Wars. It's a good message, and it's going to sell. But we want something important to the story, which is what they did, which is what I will give them credit for, because that was, a that cool, was cool. That was a cool storyline. I cool. really liked that. Okay, moving on. Um, meme of the decade. It yeah. is down to four. Pepe, as you predicted. Here's a weird one. Ricardo Milos. We are number one in Illuminati confirmed. Yeah, in case you're wondering. Avery, hot take. I think Illuminati confirmed is going to win. Uh, before we start this, in case you're wondering, we're getting these meme voting whatever from Grande, the YouTuber. Mm-hmm. He's been doing all this stuff. So it might not be everyone, but it's a good majority of the meme community voting on this. So it's pretty accurate. So, you think Illuminati confirmed, Luke? I think Illuminati confirmed. See, I'm still sticking with Pepe. I, just, I think Illuminati confirmed had the biggest impact. I think Illuminati confirmed had the biggest impact on us. Come on, everybody was making those triangles with their fingers and putting them up to your, their eyes and being like, Illuminati confirmed. Everybody was doing that. I every know. kid was doing that. In, our, in Clark's Elementary, every kid was doing that. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. It's... But to, for me, it's between those two, and I know people are going people are gonna vote for We Are Number One because Stephen Carl died, and that sucks. Yeah, he, he deserves some homage. Yeah, but I don't think he was the best meme of the decade, and I don't know how Ricardo got there. I don't. I think he. I, I just, think he was just there because he could like he could cross over with more memes. Yeah, that's true. But, I, I mean, he was a decent meme, but it wasn't like he was Pepe or Illuminati. I think it's a pe- It's up to Pepe. If it was up to me, it would be Illuminati confirmed. Hey, I'm going with Pepe on this one, man. I just... I just think Pepe... Pepe brought memes into the media's light, like the mainstream media, and I don't think many memes can do that. No. Because you have to be so popular that people who don't look at memes start looking at memes, which doesn't happen because memes by people who don't look at them are kind of just stupid little whatever but i think and pepe still used today which is obviously life of a meme these days aren't um aren't exactly great you know you can see a meme be super popular one day and then tomorrow it's gone i think the one meme that really like that really was like the older memes that stuck was i'm I, i'm a head out yeah. The Spongebob meme. Yeah. I think I've seen more memes about that than I have any other meme. Yeah, but the problem with that is it's new. And no yeah. one wants to vote for a new meme because you don't no. have nostalgia for new memes. No. And you don't know when it's going to die. It's probably going to die soon. Oh, yeah. So, which is, I was very happy when I saw its top four, even though I don't think Ricardo deserves to be in there. Who do you think should take his spot? That's a hard one. I, I really don't know. Uh... I, I really don't know. But I Phil Swift's flex tape. I yeah, think that should have. I that was my pick, and I really wanted it to be up there. But I am just glad. Okay, Boomer didn't make it. Yeah. Or Baby Yoda didn't make yeah. it. Even though we all love Baby Yoda. Uh huh. I think I said this in episode one. It's not a meme. No. It's a character, and you could say that about you know Pepe, but Pepe is a meme. Baby Yoda is not a meme. And- it's literally a picture of Yoda standing still. 
it's not a meme. And I mean, with this, with with the eye on my head out, SpongeBob. That wasn't like his SpongeBob. That was like a weird faced SpongeBob. Right. I feel like I'm glad certain memes didn't make it, but I'm also I'm sad that we can only vote one because yeah. obviously I'm pretty sure we are number one is gonna make it. I mm-hmm. think we all know that at this point. Mm-hmm. But I think a decade's a long time. Yeah. But there were a lot of good memes. Mm-hmm. Which kind of sucks. They should make an honorable mention. I'm sure they will. But yeah. I don't know. I just, I think Pepe can get it. Because he's been my front runner from the beginning. And I think he, he's had the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can hear that, but my my dog just started barking. Okay, this one we this next segment we might actually skip because I'm just realizing that we talked about it in episode two with Jack and Eddie. But I just want to hear your take on it, Avery. Xbox versus PlayStation, social versus quality. All right. So the social- what do you think? Which which console do you see getting in the near future? Okay, I want to preface this by saying I've had an Xbox since probably five years ago. I yeah. love Xbox. Mm-hmm. I think PlayStation's good, but I love Xbox more just because I have one. Yeah, and I can like hop on with my friends and do all that. Right. Like I think nobody really has a PlayStation. I think the social aspect has to go to Xbox, but I think that's because Xbox focused on the social aspect, which people didn't like in the Xbox One. Yeah. The Xbox One was made to be everything in one console, and people don't want that. They want games. It's mm-hmm. a gaming console. It's not a PC. It's a gaming console. People want gaming consoles for gaming, which is what PlayStation is, which is why I think in terms of quality, although Xbox might be powerful, more powerful, you don't need more powerful. You need, I think PlayStation just ju- does better because you look at the PlayStation exclusives and they're just better. I, I mean, that's up for argument, but I think like God of War, Spider-Man. Yeah. What are some more? Um, there's a lot others, but you look at Xbox and it's like Forza. All right, that's okay. Forza, Forza. was a Forza's a good Forza's good good game. It's, it's not for everyone. No, you got Gears of War, which is falling off. You've got Halo, which is supposed to be coming back, but we haven't seen in a while. No, and we're not even sure this new game's gonna be good. Right, and that's only that's basically the only. I mean, we obviously have more exclusives than that, but that's the three pretty big ones. So I think going forward. I'm going to get an Xbox because I like Xbox. Should mm-hmm. you get an Xbox or a PlayStation? Uh, Honestly, it's up to the price. If the Xbox is most likely going to be more expensive because it's most likely going to be more powerful. Yeah. But I think PlayStation comes with a lot of really good games. And just in general, I think PlayStation has really good system going. Uh-huh. I, I know some of the security on PlayStation is not the best, but... I think overall, if you want a better gaming experience, go for PlayStation. That's where I'm at because I love Xbox. The Xbox 360 is unmatchable. You can't recreate that. But I, as much as I love Xbox, it's hard to say. But I think PlayStation is just better. And some of you guys might disagree with that, but I, you got to get over nostalgia and you have to get over what you have right now. And I think just purely looking at it. You don't need 
to be able to run your games at 4K, 240 FPS. It might look really cool. I'm not arguing. It's going to look amazing. It's going to look really good. But I've played games on a 1080p TV for as long as I can remember, and they look just fine. I don't really care how games look anymore. I just want good gameplay, because all games are at a point where they look so good, there's not much up you can go from here that you can actually notice. Okay. So, Xbox or PlayStation, where are you going with? PlayStation. PlayStation? It hurts, but yeah. PlayStation. Quality over social. Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I don't know if I said his name right, and Luka Doncic lead the all-star voting yeah, I heard. right now. That's actually crazy. I know. That's, that's so weird because... When Luka Doncic came into the league, everyone was like, oh, he might not be good. He's just a, some, he's he just wasn't from a foreign country. Too, he wasn't too athletic. He was skillful, but he wasn't too athletic. Right, and now he's dominating, which I think I think will inspire more international business, I guess. Yeah. Because international is pro. Mm-hmm. If you're playing in the Europe League or whatever it's called, that's pro basketball. Yeah. That's not college basketball. Even though college basketball might be – Maybe more, a little more skillful. Pro basketball, they you're get playing. Hate. You're playing against grown men. Right. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people undervalue is there is such a big difference between college and pro. You can't. Yeah. There's such a big difference. Mm-hmm. Which I think people underestimate. And it's weird because both of these players are international players. Mm-hmm. I don't think Giannis went to an American college to play basketball. No, he didn't. And neither did Doncic. So that's so weird because... Like, you have the G League, I think it's called? Yeah. You have that, which people can go to, and they've been pushing for more stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what's more valuable, slightly less skilled pro ball or college? I mean, as we're seeing, these guys who came from overseas from playing pro ball are actually really doing really good. They're excelling in the league. Right. League. And, I mean, you're not hearing some of them from some of them, but also the ones you're hearing from are doing really good. Like Giannis is the former MVP. Luca is just going off now. Right. Which nobody really expected. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they are kind of just leading the way for the new NBA, which yeah. is overseas players. Right. Because the United States only has about 350 million people in it. The entire mm-hmm. world has 7.7 billion people in it yep you can't tell me that there's more skilled people in a country of 300 million people than there is a 7 billion even though basketball is probably more popular in the u.s than Mm -hmm. it is it's still it's pretty popular in other countries but not as popular as it is in the u.s there's still people out there that can play nba and can do well in nba yeah which i think is something like other sports are missing out on like i think in baseball, you see some international, like you see yeah. Shohei Otani, Ichiro. Mm-hmm. They both came from Japan. And yeah, they're both pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Ichiro's retired, and he's probably a Hall of Famer. So yeah, he's pretty good. But you see sports like like football and stuff. Football is more of like there. I don't think there's a lot of like, you know, like overseas players coming right. because not as much as basketball because basketball has started to become more of an international sport. Right, just like and baseball. I, and I think that 
baseball is not international enough. It's more North American. It was, it's more North American, and you see some players from Japan and those places. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't think I've ever seen, like, an English baseball player. Right. Same as I don't think I've ever seen an English football player. Mm-hmm. Which I think the American football side of it is we play American football. Yeah. Canada plays Canadian football. Australia uh-huh. plays Australian football. It's all this different kind of stuff. Yeah. But to the rest of the world, they have different sports. Yeah. yeah. Like, soccer's not as popular in the United States, but right. all around the world, it's the most popular sport in the world. Like, cricket? Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to play cricket, but it's the second most popular sport in the world. Right. And that's because there are so many great athletes mm-hmm. out in the world. Like... But they grew up playing different right. sports. Like, we grew up playing baseball, football, basketball. These kids grow up playing different sports. And you almost, they grow, they grow into good cricket players, but they also mm-hmm. grow into good athletes. And it's harder to be a good athlete than it is to be a good basketball player, in my opinion. Because, like, you can shoot all you want. You can be a really good shooter. But if you're not fast enough, you're not going to be able to get up and down the court every game all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, different athletes are built different ways right. for different sports. Like, maybe in soccer, you have to be built to run for 90 minutes. Right. But maybe in football, you might have to be built to be more explosive just right. for three to five five to ten seconds right and they don't they're not as hooked as building these huge people that mm-hmm. are super muscular super mm-hmm. tall they're not focused on building them in other countries they're focused on building soccer players endurance basketball players cricket yeah. players so there's not a ton in football in baseball almost everyone doesn't come from the u.s mm-hmm. not almost everyone but there is a very big like spanish yeah puerto rican yeah but influence on baseball uh-huh because that's what they play. They play yeah. a lot of baseball. And then in basketball, um, I see in the future a huge just boom of international players coming to play. <laughs> yeah. And I, I hope that makes America actually want to compete in, like, the Olympics and stuff in yeah. basketball. Because that's just embarrassing. Yeah. Like, we went from a dream team to... A bunch of people who just said, yeah, I got nothing going on that day. I'll play. Sure. Yeah. It's like, they're if, good, but they're if not. If we're not getting paid, if they're not getting paid, they're not playing. Right. Which is kind of the sad part about American sports. Is it's all about the money. They obviously pay to play the game because they love the game, but they love money more. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's come to. Like, sports, right. entertainment, it's all about money. Yeah. It, and that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on to our next segment. Zion Williamson yes. has started to practice. Do you see him returning in the near future? Uh, I don't really pay attention to a ton of basketball, but I've seen a couple stories about this. I don't know. If I were the Pelicans... If I were the Pelicans, I'd I wouldn't him. play him. I'd sit him because for a while. your season's... I'm sorry, New Orleans, but your season's already over. Yeah. 
I feel like the best way to develop as a pro is to learn from other pros. I don't yeah. think it's to play the game. And I think we see a lot of this in football. Mm-hmm. You see a rookie quarterback get drafted number one overall. Yeah, like and then like if you had like Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he was drafted one, two, three, or four, something like that. Mm-hmm. He sat for like three years behind Brett Favre, yep. learned how to play professional football, and now he's one of the best. Yeah. Tom Brady sat behind Drew Bledsoe. He learned how to play the game. Mm-hmm. He didn't go out there and be Baker Mayfield and just start throwing the ball. He learned how to play the game, mm-hmm. which is why I think in basketball, Zion needs to learn how to play the pro game. Even yeah. though everyone's saying, oh my God, he's the best player ever. Yeah. He's going to be better than Michael Jordan. Oh my God, he's so good. Michael Jordan was a pro player. Zion mm-hmm. Williamson is still a college player. He hasn't played pro mm-hmm. yet. He needs to learn how to play professional basketball because mm-hmm. he's used to college basketball college basketball and pro basketball are just so much different i know because in pro basketball every single team's gonna be good All right in college basketball you might go against like some 131st ranked team All right and then just blow them out All right okay so we're heading up to the 30 minute mark and that means that we gotta take a little stop but it's time that I tell you that you can follow us on Instagram at basement underscore podcast. That's basement underscore podcast. Okay. Welcome back. Um, we had a little stoppage, but we are back. We're here with Avery. Hello. And on to our next segment. Should Jim Harbaugh be fired? As you know, this has been a recurring topic on this podcast, and we talked about it yesterday. So, Avery, let's just hear your intel on it. Um, bring up the same point I brought up in the first episode. Who else are we going to take? You can't just be like, well, if we fire him, things are going to get better, right? Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. You have to get someone who's going to coach better than Harbaugh. Can we find someone like that? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we could we could find a hidden gem. Now, I think Harbaugh has done a very good job with Michigan's program because we're, we're a good team. We're not the best team like we want to be, but we're a good team. We were leading Alabama at halftime. I mean, and then they started beating us. And that All right. kind of sucks. But not many teams can say that. Not many teams can say we were beating Alabama at halftime. And obviously, Alabama isn't. Um, Alabama this year. Right. But that's still Nick Saban. Yep. That's still a bunch of people who are going to go play that's professional baseball. That's still Jerry Judy. Probably best. I'm sorry so, about this thing. I keep knocking into it. So even though we might not have won, I think it's... Obviously, if we won, Harbaugh's got his job for the next two years. Because he'd always be like, well, we beat Alabama. But, I mean, yeah, we didn't beat them. We don't. Harbaugh, nah. doesn't, Harbaugh doesn't have that. Big they ran win. the score up on us. I don't. I think the problem with Harbaugh is he doesn't have that big win. He doesn't no. have that. No. That moment where he's just like, you know what? I went into this big game. And I did what you told me to do. Uh huh. He doesn't do that. He goes into the big, that big game and says, I'll try for the first half. And. This is what I taught. This is what I talked about yesterday because I was like, "Our team, our coaches, our team—we don't have the drive." Right. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think you fire him. He's a he's a coach that went to the Super Bowl. I think you need to tell him that he needs to put fire in his team to start winning big games. Mm-hmm. We need to want to beat Wisconsin, Penn State, Ohio State, and our bowl game. We want to win those games. Right. I feel like, I don't know, people say Harbaugh's just not a good coach, but I feel like you can't say that because Harbaugh is someone who took Colin Kaepernick and made him a quarterback that could go to the Super Bowl. Now, whether that was Harbaugh or Kaepernick's fault, they went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They beat Seattle, who was amazing that year. They yep. beat just about everyone else they ran into, except for the Ravens. Yeah, but the Ravens had Ray Lewis. <laughs> right. So you've got a coach that's went to the Super Bowl. Why would you fire him? That's like, all right, I'm, I'll bring this up, but this isn't the same. That's like if Belichick loses this year versus Tennessee in the playoffs, that'd be like firing Belichick. You can't do that. He's he's proven his success. I mean, but he's proven his success with the team that he's with right now. Right. Harbaugh hasn't really proven his success with Michigan. True. And, True. I, and I mean, he's still a good coach. It's just it might not be the best fit. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Obviously, college is a lot different than professional. Yeah. You said that the entire episode. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he should be fired. I don't know what to do with him. I don't know what to tell him. I don't know what to do if you're Michigan. I just think firing him is going in the wrong direction. Yeah. I think firing him is going to be your excuse to lose. And we don't need an excuse to lose right now. We need to man up and just win games. Yeah. And I mean, I think we can do it. We can win these big games. It's just we need to take the next step, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I said yesterday. <laughs> right. I mean, it's the same. We think about the same things and we think, you know, oh, if this happens, we'll do this. Oh, if this happens, we'll do this. But it just doesn't happen. And we, The famous quote by every Michigan fan ever is, oh, we'll, we'll be good next year. Yeah. Maybe so, Maybe you say that for your favorite college, but every Michigan fan goes, oh, we'll be better next year. We'll be back next year, and we'll beat Ohio State, and we'll go to the national championship, and we'll win. But no, it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's not going to happen unless something changes. Right. But I don't know what that change should be. Should that change be Sit Patterson? Probably. Maybe. I mean, Patterson's gone. <laughs> yeah, so... But... I think it's McCaffrey time. <laughs> it's been McCaffrey time for the past year. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's the painful thing. Is we have at the quarterback position, we have a ton of talent, but I, we have oh well you've played more games. So I gotta start you. Sorry. If, you, if we're being real, I think that McCaffrey has the same sort of build as Lamar Jackson. I mean, I'm not saying he's as good as Lamar Jackson. I'm saying he has the same build as Lamar Jackson. And as we know, Lamar Jackson is probably going to win MVP this year for the league. Yeah. I think this is off topic, but that's another good point of sitting behind professionals and learning. Lamar sat behind Joe Flacco, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and look at him now. Mm -hmm. But back to Michigan, I think 
I wouldn't say college is harder to coach than professional because they all they both have their challenges. And I don't know if Harbaugh can do a better job. I mean, obviously he can do a better job. Some some of his schemes and play calls they work sometimes, but very questionable. Yeah, running the ball on the first three downs and getting one yard each is not very smart. No, you. Don't have a Jonathan Taylor. You don't have no uh, Ohio State's running back. We have a good core team. Right, that's what we have. We have to beat teams using our good core team. We're not great. No position we have is great, but we're all good. Right, we're a jack of all trades. Right, and it's all right to be good, but it's not all right to be good. In, in your, if you're Michigan, you're used to success. Yeah, that's like that's like Alabama this year. They're really good this year, but they're not Alabama. No, Alabama is known as a national championship winning team. It's like the Patriots. They're good this year, but they're not the Patriots. They're, this is the first time since like 2008 that they're in a wild card game. Mm-hmm. But I mean. I don't. I mean, I think Harbaugh can do a better job, and I have no clue how. I don't know how to coach. None of these. No, no Michigan. None of these Michigan fans saying that he should be fired know how to coach, unless they've actually coached a college football but team. <laughs> I would like to hear a Michigan fan who has coached at a higher level than Harbaugh being going to the Super Bowl and telling him what he should do, because going to the Super Bowl is pretty much the best you can get besides winning a Super Bowl if you're a coach. I mean, yeah, Harbaugh is like, he's been to the game, the biggest game in football. But is that the same as coaching a college football team? No. College football is different. It is recruiting. It is. He thinks that he's used to a general manager giving him players and then him building them up. But now he has to get the players. Right. And he'll only have them for four years other than just signing them to extension and having them for, like, eight years. Right. And you never know when they're, when they're going to just leave their junior year. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what sucks, because if you have a player that's amazing, you might not have that player next year. Mm-hmm. And then there's the transfer portal. Right. It's... It's such a perfect balance that it's, it's up, so hard to achieve. It is more up to the players on what they want to do. It's not up to the actual team on where they're going to send their players, mm-hmm. which is kind of hard because maybe Harbaugh didn't have the team that he wanted this year because of recruiting and transferring and going to the NFL your junior year. Maybe he needed a player that went to a better team with a better offer and a full-ride scholarship. There's just nothing you can do about that. But in the NFL, if you want to move, you have to ask the front office to actually move, and they don't even have to listen to you. They can be like, you're not leaving. And if you actually do go public saying that you want to leave, they're going to get fined. Right. So 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like everything I want to say, I've already said. I feel like I don't know what he can do better. He can do stuff better. I don't know what he can do. I don't think we should fire him. Who else are we going to get? And yeah, it's up to the players. I think the best thing they can do right now is make the program look better. Right. Yeah, I think that's one of the things with Michigan is, you know, we get we get some five-star recruits, but we don't get, you know, the, the next big name saying, I want to make this program good. Okay. That was a long talk about Harbaugh, but moving on to some more Michigan news. Michigan versus Mich- Michigan Wolverines basketball team takes on the Michigan State Spartans Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. This is a big game for all Michigan fans because it's the rivalry game. This is like our Ohio State for basketball. And it's Coach Juwan Howard's first time meeting against the Spartans. Mm-hmm. Avery, how do you think how do you think this game's gonna look? You know, it's weird. I think it's weird because you see Michigan State, and they have some really, really good talent this year. They were ranked number one. Yeah, I mean, at the start of the year, they looked like they were number one, but then they lost to Kentucky, and then they lost right. to Virginia Tech. So I think Michigan State is a better team. Yeah. I don't think there's much denying that. But However, there's, I think that Michigan just has this edge. Like, right, because... The spark you don't see in the Michigan football team, you see that in the basketball yeah. team. Like, we somehow win these games. And we're, right. We have no business winning. Uh-huh. And who knows? Like, uh, we we go to national championships. Right. And we go to national championships, but, like, we're never the best. We're never... Oh, no, we're not even... The year we went to the national championship, we probably weren't even the top six team in that tournament i mean right. top five team in that tournament we are maybe top 10 but we are definitely not the top five best team in that right because that's kind of the difference that's been between michigan and michigan state basketball this year or in the past couple of years actually mm-hmm. is michigan state is viewed as an elite team that it's expected to do well every single year yeah michigan's just like <laughs> You can win, but you don't. Michigan's viewed as not a not an elite team. No, but they do well because because so, we have more pressure off our backs. Right, like we're not expected to do anything. Heck, you guys, we weren't even ranked coming into this right season, and we beat Gonzaga. And who else did we beat in the North Carolina? We beat North Carolina. We beat Roy Williams. We beat all those guys. Just because we're not expected to do it. <laughs> right. And I think this is a principle that my baseball coach brought up last year, and it's make memories. Mm-hmm. I think these Michigan players aren't out there to go pro. No. You look at someone like Xavier Simpson. Is He He might get drafted, but he's... he He's not the best. He's not the he's best. He's not the best prototype for an NBA player. But you can tell he's out there to make memories. He's yeah. out there to... They're out there to make memories with their team. And... If they're good memories or bad memories, they don't really care. They just want to make memories. Whereas State, you've got people that are going to the NBA. You've got people that probably will succeed in the NBA, and they're just breezing through college to get out of their way so they can go to the NBA and get paid. 
in college, you need that player who thinks this is all I'm going at. Right. College is going to be my top. Which I think... Because they'll play their hardest, and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, be, they'll get injured, and they'll be like, I want to play. Right. Whereas a team like Michigan State, oh, I'm going to the NBA, and I don't really need to get injured right now, so like I'll just sit out. Right. And I think the people that play on Michigan, I think they just, they, they know they're probably not the best. The best. They know they're probably not going to the NBA. I mean, but yeah, they still have the heart. They still have the passion. They mm-hmm. they go. I've played this sport since I was five years old. They still. I've been in the gym for hours on end every single day. So I'm not gonna let that end in a bad way. I'm yeah. going out there and I'm beating this team. Yeah. They don't go well. I mean, if we lose, as long as I do well. As long as I look good and during the draft. Right. So, who do I think is going to win? I'd say I'd have to go with Michigan on this one. They have the drive. I think it's the same thing with Xbox and PlayStation. I want I want to say Michigan, and I really think they have a really good chance to win. But I just, I don't know. I, I'll go with Michigan. I'll agree with you. I think they have a good chance to win. But I think, because State beat Michigan, what, three times last year? Yeah. I think Michigan's going to win this one. I hope so. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Michigan State is playing off this year. True. You're not wrong. And I mean, I guess why their best player, Cassius Winston, isn't playing is because of an accident. And I'm like, I really wish that didn't happen. And that definitely affected his play. And, I mean, you can't really, like, predict that happening. And, right. And it sucks. But I think that that's – they ha- if Michigan State loses, they have reasons. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I think Michigan is just like – I mean, sure, we'll go out and win. If we lose – We lose. It's not – I mean – when. When you're not expected, what I've learned from years of playing sports is when you're not expected to beat this team, you have the mental edge. I know. I completely agree with you. Because this team has to beat you. You don't have to beat this team. Right. Like, we would, in baseball and basketball, we'd go against these, like, huge teams that look like they'll crush us. And they have. A lot of them have. But also, we don't have to win those games. We don't have to beat you. You have to beat us. And that's going to make it easier for me to play because you're going to be messing up and then you're going to be thinking about it so much and you're going to mess up. Right. Whereas I, if I mess up, I'll be fine. And I just play better. I play more loose. And I don't think about it too much. Yeah, that's... That's kind of similar to my baseball team last year. We were in the higher division of the league we were in. And when we would play teams in the lower division, yeah, we would struggle. Like us. Which was, which was weird. We would struggle. And we were a good team. And we would struggle. Because we've seen these teams and we knew their reputations. And we knew we're a better team. But did we play better than them that day? 
Probably not. Did we win? Most of the time. We played one team last year three separate times. Uh-huh. And this team was in the lower division of the league. Um, They were a pretty good team. We played them three times. We beat them all three times. But they were all really good games. We had to want to win those games at mm-hmm. the end of it. Because we went in going, I mean, we should win. So, I don't know. Yeah. But they made it competitive. They made it so we were like, oh, we actually have to win this game. Yeah. And when you're looking at a player in any sport, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the mental edge. You want them to win, but you don't want it to get to the point where they're messing up and they're just freaking out. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, that's the big... That's the big thing about sports is you can't really measure someone's mental ability to play the game. Yeah. In a sport like baseball that we play, it's all mental. Yeah. Some people say it's 90-10. I say it's all mental. Uh-huh. I've seen players who don't have the best training. Yeah. Who haven't gone to the best coaches, haven't played the most, but somehow they, they play their hardest and they do well. Yeah. They might not be the best because they might not go to the best trainers, but they do well because they're out there and they're just they're having fun. They're doing whatever. Yeah. Okay, moving on from that long conversation. We have our last topic of the day. But first, I want to hear who you think is going to win this game. Toledo versus Ball State. Toledo all the way. Go Rockets, dude. Can't tell Luke's a Toledo fan. You are Toledo. All right. Um, well, fight for I you. have... Fight, fight, fight. I've never watched oh, either of these teams, so I'll go with we Toledo. Because gold and blue, let's go blue, man of the varsity. The oh. enemy must yield. We'll fight just like our ancestors and march right down the field. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Toledo because I mean I've heard of Ball State, but I, I have no clue. So, dude, Toledo Rockets are going to the national championship this year. All right, next topic. Okay, final topic of the day, Madden tier list. So me and Avery are both big Madden fans. We've played through through the years of Madden. I think I've played 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. I've played all those games. I've played, I played 10. I think I've played 9. I've and, played pretty much everything since 7. Yeah. So we both like Madden. We've yeah. spent... Over 250 hours on the new Madden. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, we thought we would do a Madden tier list today. Now, quick disclaimer. We're probably only going to do this for Madden 15 and up. Because yeah. Madden... I do not remember Madden 11 at all. All I remember is that, is that Calvin Johnson was on the cover. <laughs> See, those other games, they don't... You don't really remember them. There's before Ultimate Team and there's after Ultimate Team. Yeah, and I know I don't think 15 had Ultimate Team in it. I it did. It did. Yeah. So actually, you'll be surprised how like long Ultimate Team's been going on. It's like since 12, I think. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of those games didn't innovate very much, and they no. just got better graphics, and they were still awesome games. Yeah. So let's start. Where do you want to start? I guess top five down. Top five down? All right. So, Number five is probably 16. Nah. No, 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 no. Probably 
15 because it was right before aggressive catch. Yeah, I think. And it was an okay game, but like I didn't really. 15 didn't innovate very much. No. It had all right graphics. I think that's probably our lowest spot. I think. This is more of a ranking next tier list. I think that. that, like. Okay, so I think the next one is 19. 19 didn't yeah. do anything with their ultimate team. 19. Long shot was boring. I didn't really play it after the first couple minutes. Yeah. I mean, the head to head was fine. I mean, right. online head to head was okay, but other than that, the thing it was wasn't 19, too good. 19 just, I don't know, something about it just didn't excite me. It wasn't like, oh my god, this game is awesome. It, it innovated, it added long, or it didn't add long shot, but it continued long shot, which was a bad idea. It added power up. Long shot was awful. <laughs> it added power up players. Yeah, power up players are definitely probably the best part of that game. But the gameplay in general was the same as 18. It, it was boring. Yeah. I guess I'd give 18 probably the number three spot over yeah, this yeah, because yeah. 18 was like, it was more newer than yeah, 19. Yeah, alright, I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. I my personal favorite is either 18 or 20. 18 was the game I spent the most time on. I love 18. Number yeah. I'm a I'm a big Tom Brady fan. Mhm. Wearing Patriots sweatshirts right now. I got the GOAT edition. Yeah. I love 18. I played 18. I loved the game. I thought it innovated long shot. It wasn't very good, but it was there. I don't think it innovated a ton. But for me the nostalgia is there and I think it was a Good. It was an game. okay game. There wasn't too much wrong with it. Um, number two, I'd have to go sixteen. I don't know, man. I think sixteen was the start of the aggressive catch, and that's what got me into the game. I think sixteen and twenty are tied for me, to be honest, because sixteen did so much to innovate, and I think that helped it a lot. Maybe uh-huh. it wasn't the best gameplay, which it did improve. Which not many Madden games improve on their overall gameplay. Nah. I think it had better gameplay, better graphics, better ultimate team, better head-to-head. I think it just did everything better than the previous games. Yep. And that's not something most Maddens do. And my number one is Madden 20. No. It's All in- because... Okay, everything was good about this game. The gameplay was good. The Yeah, I'd say the gameplay is probably better than the years before. The um, QB1 story mode... It's short, but it's sweet. You get to play college football playoffs, which is new. You get to play, um, go to the pros. It has a whole draft process. Ultimate team is amazing this year. They focus more on, like, it's easier to get, like, 90 overall cards. And, oh, my God, where did Superstar KO come from? Dude, Superstar KO is the best idea I think they've ever had. How did, where did that come from? It is such a out there idea but it's such a good idea such it's yeah i know right the idea that you get to play with the best players to ever play the game with their best forms doing everything you ever want doing some x factors which if you if you don't know makes them basically on steroids right if you get randy moss the game's over (laughs) and that's that's what made madden 20 really good is the x factors x factors the way ultimate team works now the way superstar you get more amazing yeah you get more free players like me and Avery got free 94.95s, which is actually really good. Great deal. I got a free 90. I got a free 92. Yeah. I got a free a lot. I got a lot of free players. Right, because Madden's known as pay to win. EA is pay to win. But this year it was more. It's still pay to win. It's, it's always still pay to win. Pay to you win. gotta pay. You gotta pay a little bit of cash. 
but to I have a good option too. I don't see how 21 can be better than 20. I just don't see it. If they make Superstar KO any better, it will be better than 20. I don't know how they can make Superstar if they KO keep, better. If they keep Ultimate Team the same way, and they make Superstar KO a little bit better, like maybe you could expand your team or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Maybe they can add more playbooks. Maybe there's like a Superstar KO tournament. Right, that'd be awesome. Yeah, if they make... If they keep Ultimate Team the way it is, maybe add on to the story of QB1. Not like add on, but I mean like you get to play more college. Right. You get to play more high school, maybe. Maybe make it like um, the NCAA 14 Road to Glory, but add NFL. Yeah, I feel like Madden Madden 20 did just about everything right. Yeah. Now, QB1's not my favorite, but it's better than Longshot. Oh, it's way better than Longshot. They're but head, the head's good. The ultimate team's good. Superstar KO is amazing. I think it does deserve number one. It does. I mean, I personally bought this game for QB1. So when it was like shorted out, I was a little disappointed. But then I figured out about ultimate team and Superstar KO. And that was just the best. I, I've had so much fun with this game. As you heard, I did play $200 of it. And... It's just a fun game to play with your friends or just play alone. Maybe some online head-to-head, H2H seasons. Right. Superstar KO is amazing. It's just the best. Yeah. Thank you for listening to episode six of the Basement Podcast. Avery, thank you for coming on. Anytime. Um, remember, we do have an, a new Instagram account at the base at basement underscore podcast. Watch out for the next Avery movie review. I'll yep. be reviewing Jumanji, the next level. Yep. If any of you are interested in that. And uh, I think that's all for now. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you later. See ya.